This is Real Talk with Chris Roubaix and Julian Chavez. Man, we decided to uh, we decided to record record our conversations. Um, you know, this could be a weekly thing. Uh, this could be more than once a week. But um, me and Julian decided. You know, we have so many people that reach out to us asking us questions, and and uh, we think it's good to incorporate all of this information into um, into everyone's lives. So. We're taking it upon ourselves. We're gonna record. We're gonna record our conversation this week. Definitely, you guys just have to let us know what you guys like, what you don't like. If you want to hear us every day, every week. If you want to hear us every day, we'll be here every day. Yeah, we'll be here like literally every hour, every day. You need us, call us, text us. We're just trying to drop some knowledge for you guys. Trying to drop some knowledge on these people, man. Like Ty Lopez. Perfect. First thing I want to talk about, man. Kim K and Kanye. This is crazy. These guys were almost going to live, or no, they were going to think about buying a house down here. I don't know if they were living down here, but uh, they put a deposit down at Faina House, which is on, on Miami Beach, a little bit north. Um, For how much? I, I think it was like uh, 14 or 16 million. 16 million. Okay. And what and, happened? Um, I guess I guess too many t- too many people were talking about it, and it leaked a little bit too much that everyone knew that they were going to be moving there. Okay, it was sixteen million dollars um, on contract, and so people were talking about it too much, so they pulled out, and uh, they ended up losing six hundred thousand dollar deposit. Yeah. And, so what know, is that for them? Like an hour salary? <laughs> yeah, it might be an hour. Might be a quick uh, thirty minutes. Who knows? I mean. It was supposed to be a uh, birthday gift, or I'm sorry, uh, a Christmas gift for Kim. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was a 4,700 square foot condo. It was a nice condo. And uh, it's, a, you know, it's going to be a brand new building. So um, there was a lot of talk about it around town. But I guess, uh, I guess Kim and Kanye just didn't want that talk. So who knows? I think they'll buy something down here. They're always down here. That would have been a lot of hype for that Fiona house building. A I think of, so too. A lot of other people would have wanted to be there just because they were there. But I mean, I guess the word spread too highly. Right. I wonder how that happened. Like, how did that leak? I think it was the, the realtors maybe talked about it too much, posted it. <laughs> posted I on mean, Instagram or something. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's always the realtor's fault. So Yeah, that's what they say, right? <laughs> <laughs> Every, everyone blames it on the realtor. That's why I've gotten three calls in the last 30 minutes <laughs> complaining to me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. So... It's it's all right. Well, I think they'll they'll look for something else on uh, Miami Beach, but who knows? I think I think they might uh, I think they might end up down here. Or what other building do you think they would end up at? I don't know, man. I could see them. Hmm. I think Fendi Chateau is over there too. <laughs> yeah, nice. uh, Porsche Design. I don't know. There's a bunch the, of different places. Porsche is a nice building, man. Porsche but why don't they sick. stay over here in Brickell and just go to the Aston Martin building? Man, I'm seeing that building grow. It's going to be crazy how that thing works out, man. Miami, um, Miami is blessed with that, uh, with that triple X penthouse that they're building. <laughs> 47 million bucks and you get your own. Yeah, but you get a free Aston Martin with it. What do you mean, man? It's a good exactly. deal. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Remember when we were sitting in that thing? That thing is crazy. That's a crazy car. Can't even drive it on the streets. Yeah, not even road legal. <laughs> so I think they said you can buy it. Well, you could have bought it from the factory, 2.8 million. And because this one had zero miles on it, it was around 3.4, 3.8 million. It's like just so sought after. They don't make that many of them. Yeah. Okay. Too fast. Too fast for the streets. Definitely. But um, since we're talking about 
over there by Aston Martin. Miami River is getting all these different projects, man. And um, Swire Properties is on top of this one. They are expanding the Brickell City Center. They're going to do another 100,000 square feet. Um, if you're looking at, on a map, it's going to be section north. Um, I'm overlooking it from my apartment, which, which kind of sucks. But it's going <laughs> to be a 54-story uh, building. Uh, it's going to have around like 800 parking spots. It's going to have some mixed use on the bottom for, for some other nice. uh, retail tenants. And um, so, yeah, so they just came out. Miami City Commission approved it. Um, they're also going to change some windwood zoning, some windwood zoning codes. And um, they also were talking a little bit about the uh, Miami Riverside project, which, uh, which is interesting because we're also seeing that being built right now. Um, they're starting to break ground on that. I don't know, man. I How just, long do you think all these projects are going to take to be built? Well, so they were talking about, like, the cycle, right? And, you know, all these guys like to, to time it right. And I don't know. I don't think it'll be done in 2020, that's for sure. So yeah, I think after 2022, maybe, I think all this should be done. And, you know, it'll look a lot different. This skyline is changing every day. So we're going to get a higher population, you think, down here in South Florida? I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we, uh, this generation has a, has a baby boom or something because we're going to have plenty of supply, that's for well, sure. The millennials love the Brickell City Center, man. You, could, you live there, you work there, you eat there, you do everything there. Exactly. You go from WeWork, you go downstairs, you could go to a bar, you go to a sushi <laughs> bar, you could have breakfast, anything you want down there. Yeah. Movie theater. Exactly. Shop, it's a lifestyle. You don't mall, have to. Man. You don't have to leave Brickell City Center. That mall is different than any other mall in the United States, and we talk a lot about you know how the retail market has been affected by e-commerce, and these malls are shutting down across America because you know they they can't handle it. I've even seen it in my hometown where um, the mall that I used to go to a lot, you know, it's getting it's 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 highest and best use is being knocked down and used for <laughs> uh, senior living. So. I mean, I think that this mall is going to stand out for the rest of its, of its career because it's a lifestyle mall. You can literally go there, sit on a bench, and be pleased with everything that's going on. Because, There's just people watching everyone that walks yeah, by going back it's and just, forth. It's a good place to be at. And so many different people walk by there. Like families walk by there. Businessmen in their suits walk by there, angry on their phone calls. Listen to that. <laughs> Tourists walk by there just to check out a crazy mall. Exactly. And it's, it's beautiful, man. The, the stores in it are beautiful and you know, I think that place does really well, and that's why they're expanding it. I mean, a hundred thousand square feet—that's that's, that's, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I don't know how much that is, but that's got to be a couple hundred million. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely not more. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be five hundred and eighty-eight residential units. That's crazy. I mean, uh, we we're talking about the um, the Riverwalk project, and that one's going to be five hundred and eighty units as well. They don't have any word on what like starting price per square foot is going to be. Uh, it doesn't say here in the article. Um, yeah, they'll probably wait a little bit longer to put that up. Yeah. You know, they're talking about Beckham's uh, soccer complex approved oh, in yeah. November. That's going to so, be huge for, for Miami's economy. Yeah. I mean, this is the right, this is the, like, if you were to think of, okay, let me put a soccer team in one city in America, it would have to be Miami. Yeah, because of all the... The Hispanic population that loves to watch soccer. I mean, not saying that Americans don't like to watch soccer, but right, right. But I mean, if like if I could pick one place on the map 
it would probably be Miami because Definitely. there's just so many so many different cultures that that watch soccer. I mean, it's like a religion here. There's bars that open up at like four or five in the morning because they they want to they want to be able to um, to have the the Premier League and those those leagues right. that start at such different time zones. They're all over the world. They're all over the world, man. And it's crazy. And and really like we we just have room to grow with with population away here we have space here like la doesn't have space i mean they probably do but they really don't have that much space to put another professional sports team there right or new york <laughs> yeah we say that and the la rams just won yeah. man <laughs> man i'm from st louis and they took our team it's whatever <laughs> it's whatever they got two teams now and uh you know cool. it's just how life works i guess it's it's all up to the owner uh mr uh what's his name don't know i don't know his name I only know Mickey Harrison from the Miami Heat, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, hopefully they uh, they get some good players this year. Dude. Okay. All right, so, I mean, I want to move on now to I have, a, I have like, a younger following group. And for all you guys, I want to explain to you, like, the process to purchase the house and what you guys need to be able to purchase the house, okay? First of all, to be able to purchase a house, you have to have two years of work history, Getting paid, getting paid a decent amount. Like you can't make twenty five thousand last year and a hundred thousand this year, and expect that to be good enough. I mean, we could, but it would median out at fifty thousand dollars per year, and you do have to pay taxes on that money. You don't. It can't just be cash that's in your bank account, unless you go a bank statement program, which is going to be a lower interest rate. But first of all, you do have to have two years of work experience, getting paid a good amount of money, W two or ten ninety nine. Especially if you own your own business. Definitely got to pay taxes. Definitely have to pay taxes. (laughs) Unless you do a bank statement program, but you got higher interest rates. And then from there, you also need to have credit. And you have to have credit history. Um, You have to have two years of good credit history. For you to get an FHA loan, all you need is a 580 credit score. That's that's pretty fire, man. FHA loan, you're coming in with only 3.5% down. People know that as like the first first-time buyer home program but the truth about it is that anyone can get an fha loan whether you're a first-time home buyer or not exactly okay and then to get a conventional loan which is coming in with 10 percent, 20 percent all you need is i think a 620 credit score it depends it depends the lender or whatnot it depends what kind of interest rate you're trying to get but so you definitely need two years of work experience and a decent credit score if you want to get the best rate possible uh from there you've got to come in there's different options and stuff, but they vary somewhere between 3% and 20% of the home value. That's money that directly goes to principal that is invested inside the, the actual home, apart from closing costs that vary depending on the lender and whatnot. Yeah. You know, I think, I think right now is a really good time to, to get started with this. You know, I was listening to uh, a bunch of guys talk about real estate last night and you know, there's still so many opportunities to um, to grow your wealth. You know, why pay someone else's mortgage when you can pay your own? Definitely. So. Yeah, I mean, real estate is the industry that created the most millionaires, I believe. That's what Google says. And I mean, there's a lot of good things about real estate. You write off your your mortgage interest on your taxes. Your property appreciates. So I mean, you buy it now. Like, if you would have bought a house in Miami 20, 30 years ago, I mean, you'd be looking at double increase in value, if not more. So that's always a plus. And, and yeah, it's better to pay your own mortgage, which is going towards something, rather than 
Right, even though people say, okay, but to rent, I, need, I don't need to come up with that much money. I mean, you still kind of do. You still got to put in three months down. So if you're renting somewhere for 3000 a month, you got to come up with 9000 down. I mean, yeah. There's, such, there's programs that you come in with a lot less money, like 3% down, or that's 3% down conventional. And you actually own the property instead of paying someone else's mortgage. Because a lot of the times, you'll find that the rental rates are actually more expensive than the actual mortgage if you were to come in with... 5, 10, 20% down payment. Exactly. It's all about the uh, the down payment. That's how you, you leverage your payments. So, you know, I think it's good to to, uh, to keep an eye on this market, especially down here, you know, and um, it's really not that expensive as people think it is, you know. And there's a way to budget it out too. I mean, uh, keeping reserves and, and, um, and making sure that, you know, you'll be able to, to pay for anything if, if it comes up because ultimately no one wants to be house poor. They want to, they want to, you know, live comfortable and, and, um, you know, make sure everything is, is working in life. So yeah, you know, yeah, it's, man. it's part of the, it's still part of the American dream to own a house for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, basically it's, it's not that hard to own a house. If you could afford to pay rent, you could definitely afford to buy a house if you are renting your own place not if you're renting a little room or something yeah. but if you could afford to rent your own place you could definitely afford to buy your own property i said a house but i mean anything a condo a townhouse a house house anything that you want you could probably afford it you just gotta you gotta plan you gotta not be that much in debt so you have a decent credit score so you yield the best interest rates and you just gotta plan out your life because you want to you do want to own a property sometime in your life Especially when you're older, you're going to end up getting retired or something. You want to own the property. You don't want to still be paying a mortgage on something forever. Right. Yeah, it's all about that debt-to-income ratio. Yeah, that's, that's what that's creditors important. look at a lot. Credit is important, man, building your credit. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get as many things that I can on credit and Good be again. paying that consistently so I can build up that credit score. And yeah. those banks will... Will treat me like I'm a king when I walk in. Yeah, get a good loan history, buy a car, pay it off. It's easier to buy a car, which doesn't really make sense because it's not really an asset. It doesn't appreciate, but that's how the bank's looking at it now. <laughs> you know, also another thing that I do is I set my credit amount much higher than what I actually spend in yeah, a definitely. month. So like it, it just looks like I'm paying it off, you know, fully. Like I could be spending this, but I don't. I only spend a fraction of it and I pay it off. Yeah, you want to keep your, your utilization of your credit low. So, so you don't get into debt. I mean, because if you don't pay off your credit card, then you're looking at 16% interest. Right. But, yeah, but the best thing is because people say, why am I using a credit card if I have the cash to pay right now? Well, you want to use your credit card so you get good credit history, good loan history. And on top of that, credit cards give points. I mean, I used Absolutely. my American Express to go on vacation last year with all the points <laughs> I got from spending. And I paid it all off. It's not like they made extra money from having me. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a plug to American Express if you want to... Give yep. us a quick sponsorship. We'll yeah, be happy to oblige. How at you at this video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put a poster in the background. But, you know, we'll try and get it working. Yeah, I mean, and speaking of, we were talking earlier about how interest rates are still relatively low compared to, to past centuries. I mean, I think I saw an article today that showed median interest rate still being at 4.75 for a home buyer, for a primary home buyer. So right. that's decently low. I mean, if you look at past centuries, interest rates were at seven, eight, nine percent. I mean, and if you keep going further back, they're even higher than that. Back like yeah. credit card rates, and people are complaining that they went for four to five. I mean, but it's, it's not even at five yet. 
Yeah. It's still there. I mean, it's just a lot of news about it. But there's still you could still get a 4.75%, 45 depending on your credit, your DTI, all those yeah. factors. Those feds, man. It's all about how they wake up and how their hair looks. That, that just <laughs> depends on the rate. You has know? nothing to do with the economy. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with inflation or anything like that. That's all jibber-jabber. Yeah. But I want to talk about... I want to go back to the Miami River, man. You know, I think the Miami River is one of the coolest historic places in Miami. And people don't know this, but there is hundreds of millions of dollars of goods and, and boats and just everything that goes through there. It's, it's like an epicenter, you know? And um, I think it has so much history. You know, if we look at the city back then, there was, there was nothing around the Miami River. So now it's becoming more of an attraction and it's, it's getting a lot of um, attention from these developers. You know, we talked to, um, me and Julian met with uh, the developer behind the, um, the Riverwalk project over there. All those, it was a mixed use building. Uh, they were gonna have three anchor tenants, which is like, you know, which is big, big retailers like Target. To bring, to or bring like, in more traction to the exactly, to development. Like Target, Kohl's, Michael's, those kinds of like big retailers that are going to be at the bottom of these, these rental apartments. And I think it's going to be over 500 units that they were saying. And, uh, you know, acquiring parking and, and you know, um, good space for all these apartments. It's, it's a challenge, man. I'm looking at it being built and it's doubled in size from the last time I've seen it. And uh, it's huge, and it's right on the river. I mean, maybe 15 feet. You know, they call it the, the Riverwalk Project so you can walk, you know, down the river. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's super close to the water. So I think that's going to be a super dope project. Um, but there also came out some news this week um, about uh, an a, uh, investment group called uh, EIG. Um, they're putting some money into Miami's health district which is right over there, kind of by the Miami River, right where UM okay. Health and Medicine oh, yeah. is. Um, you know, that's what are they, a, the what are they UM, got going on over there? What are so, they going to build there? like, we talked about that, that river, uh, the river project. Okay. So then they just, they just uh, closed on a um, almost 25,000 square foot lot um, last week and they plan to build a 251 unit rental building okay so it's also going to be a rental community yes and i think it's because you know these doctors they just want to live close to the to the hospital over there you know yeah. i mean and it is going to be a rental building so it's not going to be a condominium so you can't own units in there you right. have to rent there yeah which is it's good for the developer they make a lot of residual income from it exactly so they're just a huge landlord over a bunch of people collecting rent every month yeah so, I mean, they still got to go before, um, you know, the urban development and, and the board and all that. But, um, you know, these guys, it looks like they're partnered up pretty good. Um, we'll see. I mean, I think that whole area is super cool. Like, I've driven by it a couple times. And, you know, it looks like the people there, they work hard. And, you know, there's a couple of buildings around there. Uh, what was that one that starts with an M? Like Modera or something. Modera? Yeah. Yeah, Modera. They got a couple there. of buildings around there. Okay. Yeah, um, that's a nice building. That's another rental community also. Yeah. We're talking about the same spot that's like Hoya's over there. Right. There's a lot of nice nice buildings. Yeah. I mean it's very like millennial friendly buildings really, like very pet friendly. Right. You could you could even have your dog washed there for you, washed and groomed for <laughs> you. You leave 
one of the coolest things was that you leave your clothes inside of a locker room and like I think it's one business day later or something they pick it up they dry clean it for you and they put it back inside the locker so you that's just gotta crazy. go downstairs and pick it up and obviously it's charged to your credit card it's not for free yeah that's, it's a really friendly building like that there like there's spaces there's a lot of spaces for you to walk your pets uh, it's nice and parking is right downstairs even though they encourage people to they're trying to make Miami a more walkable city they are and I'm so pumped about it man it's starting right outside my front door um, they're gonna be creating basically a walkway under the metro rail Nice. For 10 miles. 10 miles. In Miami, that's like from here to like <laughs> Dadeland. That's from yeah. Brickell City Center all the way to Dadeland. That's going to kind of be like the New York High Line, but exactly. in Miami. On the ground because everything's flat as a pancake. And <laughs> uh, Miami is the fourth dangerous, most dangerous city to walk around in. So I think it's good that they you know provide a little bit of lighting and... Um, you know, maybe put in some stuff for, like, kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of stuff like that. But they are getting better at it. Like, think, look at where we are right now. I mean, you could walk to do your groceries from here. You could walk to Brickell City Center from here. Right. There's, there's a school right across the street if you have kids that we're looking yeah. at here in elementary school. So, I mean, they are trying to make it a more walkable And I'm not going to lie. Like, when I, when I tell people, you know, hey, let's go meet for, for dinner or whatever, I don't drive there. There's no parking for me. Like, it's easier just to walk wherever I'm going. Definitely. Um, and, and I think that's, that's where it needs to go because, like, you know, Miami, the whole traffic system <laughs> is a bit overcrowded, you know. And um, I think that's exactly what they're trying to do with this project um, that's going 10 miles all the way down to Dayland. You know, people just got to get off the expressway, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much traffic out there. I mean, do you think the whole goal of it is to get cars off the street? I think so. I think it's to get it off the street and then also kind of just make the city flow a little bit better. I think so. I mean, and they're doing a very good job right here in the Brickell area. Yeah. I love it. I mean, you, you, you don't have to, to drive anywhere. We don't know. even have to pay to go on that train, the, the Brickell Mover. Okay. And uh, it takes you from, I mean, you know, from South uh, Brickell all the way to like Rickenbacker, all the way up to like American Airlines. Okay. So, I mean, you really don't need a car unless you're going to go down to like Kendall, more suburban it. More suburb area, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can get one of those. Uh, I know we already have one high-speed train, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is it called? The Super, the super Move or something like that? Yeah, yeah, It goes from here to, like, Orlando. They're trying to make it to Orlando. It goes to Fort Lauderdale right now and West Palm. Wow. But that's going to be nice to, to have that one to go to Orlando so I can go up to Disney World without putting so many miles on my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and parking it there is tough, too, you know? Yeah, but I need to keep those miles for when I'm showing properties to clients down here in Miami. So I'll, I'll always have a Exactly, car. yeah. It won't be a walkable city for me forever. Yeah, man. I'm super pumped. You know, there was some news that came out. And this tower is huge. The um, the Panorama Tower, man. Oh, it's nice. I've been in there. Woo! That has the best views, man. 85 stories. Jeez. These guys Short. just, um, they financed their uh, construction loan. How much did it go for that refinance? $425 million. I think it's the city's biggest refinance ever. <laughs> and they approved it. Yeah, they approved it. Because, I mean, honestly, it's kind of badass having your own, you know. Um, so a bank approving a loan that big, I mean, what does that show you about the economy? That They think that the economy is in a good spot right now. Right. That they think that Miami's economy in general is in a Keep exactly. increasing, keep doing better. If they didn't think so, they wouldn't give out a loan for $425 million. Right. But what I, what I was really trying to say is, you know, 
this is one of the tallest buildings on the East Coast, you know? It's it's almost like an asset to Miami to have an 85-story building yeah, because, you know, that's... Compared to the bigger cities now, like New York. Yeah. Truthfully. That's we, super tall, man. Super tall. How, do you know how... Do you remember how tall the Aston Martin building was going to be? I remember going and they said that they were going to have their amenities on like the 77th floor or something. Yes. Taller than all other buildings in Brigham. Yeah. So I think that one was supposed to be right around 86 to um, 84. Okay. Right? And it all depends on the – so it's weird how they measure it, right? So um, a story is 12 feet, right? Okay. So some of the, the ceiling heights vary. You know, they might be 10 feet or – or um, 12, depending on what it is. But they say if, if it's actually supposed to be, like, stretched out, um, it'll be around 86 stories. I mean, the amenities are going to be the tallest in right, the sky. Right, it's not. They're not going to be – the floors for the amenities aren't going to be 12 feet. I mean, that's going to be – I think they said that they're going to have, like, a floor-to-ceiling window yeah. and everything throughout all the amenities. So yeah. you're in the gym, you're looking outside a huge window. I think it was supposed to be around, like – 60 stories or something like that like if you were to go in the elevator it'll tell you 60 okay. but if you were to like actually measure it it'd be like 86 right. yeah but they said that the amenities were actually going to be tower and they're still apartments over the amenities right but the amenities were still going to tower over the surrounding buildings here it's going to be incredible building yeah crazy okay. stuff all right uh there's another story that i saw yesterday that was pretty interesting to me and the question was could amazon Go into the real estate market. These guys are taking over the world. It's like Walmart, but like the e-commerce version. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, they're, they're interested in buying Redfin. Do you think, do you think a deal's going to go through with that? Like, what do, you even, what do you even think they're going to do with that? Like, they're going to try to, like, make, like, buy a trans, like, buy a house on Amazon Prime or something? You can't do that. I mean, I'm just thinking about right now how they could integrate, you know, something like a... Redfin, and for those that don't know what Redfin is, it's oh, kind yeah. of like a, a Zillow or like a Truilla. It just gives um, kind of kind of true facts, kind of not true facts to the public, <laughs> right? So it's a little bit skewed on some of their stuff. And um, I had a funny story about that, but I think I'm going to leave that for another another time. Yeah, um, stay tuned for that story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I think integrating that, you know, how do you integrate Amazon sales into real estate. I mean, it's crazy to I mean, think about. The thing is like it seems like a cool idea, but the thing is that they could never make buying and selling real estate that simple. Like there's too much manual labor that goes into buying and selling real estate. It's a tangible asset. It's not like you're just buying a, a pack of protein bars on Amazon yeah. that you click I want it in two days. You can't say that. You can't buy a house two days. I mean it's gotta go through you got to get a title search done. Right. You got to get a bunch of, you got to get your loan approved, all that kind of stuff, which takes human variables. You can't just type that into a system. You got to get an inspection done. Right. A robot can inspect your property. Amazon can inspect your property. Right. And who knows, maybe they're going after something that Redfin has, like something proprietary, like um, their images or, um, you know, because they're, they're, they're also active in um, the, the shipping. They wanted to do the drones, right? So, oh, yeah. And, you know, I've been figuring out that these drones have a lot of a lot of laws, and I think people are going to get caught up in it. But I also think people can can make money off these drones. I was reading, so trespassing is anything above or below your property, right? Because you own your when you own a property, you own exactly you own the air rights to it, and you own the mineral rights to it. So above and below any your property, reason, you own. any reasonable air rights. So like if you're 
uh, 10,000 to 30,000 uh, feet in the right. sky like an airplane, um, it's not really going to affect you. It's really, um, it's really just if it's you know a couple hundred feet above you. Um, those people have to let you know that you're they're on top of your property or above it. Right. You know. So. Um, well, mostly, the thing is that they could capture images from the drones. And you don't want that. I mean, if you're with that's your family invasion of privacy. in your pool on a Saturday, yeah, you don't want people taking pictures of you or it's a video. You can see it. I mean, it's. I mean, it is trespassing, really. Yeah, it is crazy. I mean, you know, I see I see them flying around sometimes and. I think eventually what's going to happen is people are going to say, yeah, you can fly it above my house for 50 bucks. Or, right, uh, yeah, you sell off your rights to them. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, that's totally up to you whether you want to do that or not. I like it, but the thing is it, would get, it just gets too complicated. Like, who do you even, like, how do you even track who's above you? Right, and it's interesting for, for people like us because, you know, we're starting to use drones and stuff for listing properties and, and showing them and stuff and virtual reality is coming. Um, so that's it gets interesting. Positive. It gets interesting, so we'll see. I mean, we might have some more. Obviously, we're gonna have more stuff to report on that. So but. yeah, maybe maybe Amazon does want to be involved in real estate in some type of way like that, yeah. rather than actually selling it. Because I don't know how that can make sense. I mean, he's, I think you still do need a real estate agent. That's why I am one. Yeah, but and they were talking about taking over like Walgreens, weren't they? Yeah. They were talking about buying something bought, like that. They bought Whole Foods Jeez, uh, last year because they they went into Amazon Fresh, so now they're shipping food to you. Oh my so, gosh. I mean, I think they're trying to get as well-rounded as they can, but I think the buck stops with real estate because you can't buy and sell real estate online. Like, someone can't deliver you a house. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it'll it'll happen anytime soon. I mean, you know, if the problem with, with the real estate is the information, you know. There's too, so much. Many, there's too much information and it gets... Like, the gets, files, when you're closing them, they're about two inches worth of papers that's a lot of papers i mean that's probably and it's hard to read man it's all it's all legal writing so yeah. i mean you you like know. you got to do this for a living to understand you can't just trust the bot online and do this yeah for yeah exactly man it's crazy so i mean it's crazy that they think that i mean really maybe they just did that to get some more news on on themselves i'm not sure but but it looks like they're they're gonna be trying to get more well-rounded and adding real estate to their portfolios is just already so profitable. But I mean, what's really scary is that they, they pick Redfin, not Zillow or Trulia, according to this article, because Zillow or Trulia has a different business model. Zillow or Trulia makes their, their profits off of realtors marketing on there. Redfin is more for consumer to, to data based, even though, I mean, the consumers think that it's real, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that data is a little bit older. I mean, some of the data is real, but a lot of it's a little bit older. It's a little bit expired. Yeah. Some of it's not even like on there, you know? Some of it's fake. Sometimes they have fake rentals going on there. I mean, if you really want to get the real deal, real deal information, you got you to gotta talk to a licensed real estate agent, whatever area you're from. Whether I'm talking to someone right now in Miami. If, you're talking to, if I'm talking to someone right now in Miami, then you contact me or Chris. If I'm talking somewhere or wherever, else you got to contact whoever your local real estate broker is. Exactly. to get that real information for you yeah a lot of the uh a lot of every real estate deal is proprietary man you know it's it's got its own uh strengths and, and weaknesses so you know you got to make sure you're getting the right information and uh, it's important you know yeah. but i mean we also got some news today and I'm, I'm trying to load it right now but um the biggest how it was the biggest sale in miami-dade county right. man that was for how much? $50 million? It, it went, it closed, I think it was on um, Tuesday. It okay. closed for $50 million, man. What was it? 
So it was on Indian Creek Village. Um, I'm trying to pull up all the information. So this this place was this this home, this beautiful home, um, Indian Creek Village. You know, there's nothing around it or anything like that. Um, but so so this place was originally built um, a couple years ago. And it was sold, and it broke the the record, the first record for forty seven million dollars for the biggest sale in Miami Dade, um, and it just sold for for forty nine point nine. So we're getting the info. It's a ten bedroom, fourteen bath home. Um, apparently, it was it was fourteen bathrooms. I mean, how many times can you use the bathroom in a day, man? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude. So what's it saying here? Is it so same trust? So the the people that owned it. Owned it under a trust, and apparently, um, one of a, the big businessmen out of Qatar, um, he he I guess bought it recently. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a crazy story, um, you know. And I know it a little bit uh, too well. Is um, the Alexander team, who who is a great team. These guys are super cool. If we could ever get them on the show, that'd be Definitely. that'd be sick. I'll reach out to them. Yeah. Yo, definitely slide. Um, so these guys, their their family, I guess, built the the home, and uh, it sold in 2012 for 47 million. I, I think that was their first deal. A team's first deal was a 47 million dollar place to break the record in so, Miami. So they really started real estate off with a bang there. Yeah, I mean that that was an incredible home though. It has a 3D theater. And mind you, these guys just did a half billion dollars in sales in a month. They did $122 million in London uh, from a hedge fund guy named Ken. and uh, oh, Ken Griffin? Ken Griffin. Okay. And he just got a, a penthouse in New York for, I think, over $225 million. And uh, they just did this place for $50 million. And okay. um, it's crazy how the, all this stuff is connected, man. You know, okay. we look at all the information and um, it's crazy how all these people, all of these, uh, you know, big big uh ultra wealthy people ultra wealthy people all invest in kind of like the same real estate i mean do you know how big that house is Twenty three thousand square feet big man. <laughs> on a thirty thousand square foot, i mean no on an eighty thousand square foot lot yeah that thing had pools it had a recording studio in it a 3d theater not a regular theater a 3d <laughs> theater yeah and I mean, it's on the water I yeah mean, it's on the water there's has, nothing there's nothing around it right six wet bars <laughs> do you think they have bartenders at them man, all times of the day i hope <laughs> For fifty million, I hope it comes with a couple. Better of come with a few bartenders. He's got a hundred foot pool. Jeez, a cabana. That's like Olympic size. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they don't use it for that. They're, they're trying to relax in there. I don't think they got Michael put, Phelps coming up there. Yeah, you could put a boat in that in that pool. That's yeah, crazy. almost if it's deep enough. <laughs> yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff going on with these uh, these record breaking prices. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's an eighty thousand square foot lot. I mean, sold for $27.5 million. Jeez, just the lot. Just the lot. Just You just bought a few inches of grass. <laughs> but it's all about the location, obviously. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely important. Um, I got a couple of more things uh, I wanted to talk about. And that is, that is the median um, salary. How much money do we make, Julian? I mean... Median, We're not going to tell you, but... The median salary... <laughs> Okay, right. So we can read the median salary <laughs> online, but yes. but it's all about how much you really work for it. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. So I mean, 
you know, median is, is just one thing. But so there was an article published uh, last week about, um, you know, where, where these residential, but mind you, this is just residential, um, agents make the most money. And um, so <laughs> they, say, they say Alaska, you can make more money in Alaska selling real estate than you can in Florida. Julian, what do you think about this, man? I don't believe it. You don't believe it? I mean, it's median because we got a lot of, a lot right. of realtors here. Yeah. But we don't have a lot of realtors that actually do real estate. Right, right. That exactly. are actually involved in business. But, but look outside here. Any one of these these units that you sell, I mean, you you could be looking at over $20,000 in commissions. Yeah. Any of them. I mean, and if, some of them you could even be looking at over six figures in commission. Right. You just sell one. It's crazy. But, you know, <laughs> I think <laughs> Alaska is a little bit different, man. So... I hear in Alaska, if you live there, after like a certain amount of time, like I think it's either like six months or like, it's probably like two years. After you become a resident in Alaska, since there's so much oil money over there, so many people drilling oil, that they literally pay you just for being a resident in Alaska. Okay. So, I mean, that's cool and all, but I'm not going to move to Alaska. It's too cold for me, man. Man. You know, and it it is kind of crazy how Florida didn't even come up on, like, one of the top cities. You know, when you think of, like, top cities, it's going to be, you know, San Francisco or New York. But, you know, I think – I still think that there's plenty of money floating around. Uh, Miami specifically, but also, you know, you got to look at all of Florida, man, you know. Well, Jacksonville was doing pretty well at the beginning of last year and towards the middle of last year. So maybe – I mean, with them having a, a new port over there, their economy is increasing tremendously. So that's another city that could do really well in Florida as well, other than Miami. It's, it's, it's less luxurious, but they are creating a lot of jobs over there in Jacksonville. There is so much, um, you know, retired people and, and also businessmen that are just coming down to Florida because it's got the, the tax climate that everyone wants. And, that's, and it's not snowing for half the year. It's not snowing, man. Kevin O'Leary tells me last night, I live on South Beach because it is beautiful every day of the year. It's never cold here, man. Never cold. I mean, unless you consider like 50 degrees cold like one day out of the year. One day. (laughs) Just like LA rains one day, it's just cold here like one day. Yeah, so like you get to wear your favorite sweater that day. Yeah. That's about it. You you won't see it for another year. And everyone is dressed up in parkas. (laughs) Wearing some boots like they're going to walk through some snow. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to lie, that's what I should be doing because I always ignore it and I'll go out there with a tank top on and shorts <laughs> and it's freezing. You got to ask your Alexa. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, ask Alexa. Yeah. I mean, that, that is a super interesting fact though that Alaska, Alaska's realtors' median salary is above Florida's, which is crazy. Yeah, I agree. But since we're talking about the tax climate down here, there was an article published. We're seeing a huge... Uh, migration of people from New York down to Florida. Um, no specific area in, in Florida, really, just Florida in general. Um, but they're saying New York missed out on $2.3 billion in state and local taxes this year because everyone's moving down here because of the tax climate. Yeah, well, yeah, they charge way too much over there, and these business people know that they can save a lot of money by coming down to Florida, which is going to do good by Florida's economy, we'll have more money in the markets. Yeah. I like it, definitely. Yeah, they, they passed an act uh, back in December of 2017. Uh, it limits the amount of mortgage interest that can be deducted 
uh, to loans up to 750 grand. So if you think about these ultra, you know, ultra lux people that are spending this kind of money, um, you know, they may or may not be using financing, but um, if they are, you know, they probably are going to have a loan higher than 750 grand. Right, definitely, especially, especially in very ultra luxury buildings. That, I mean, you could be looking at multi-million dollars. And a lot of them don't use financing, even though they do have cash, but it's just smarter to finance. I mean, you paid off over 30 years. Like, what's the downside to it? You just kind of pay off 4 or 5% interest. Right. And, and they were saying, you know, um, the, the people in New York that got the, the top tax bracket, uh, you know. What was that at? I, 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 I would think it's over like $20 million a year that they're making. But they were being taxed, or they were originally being taxed before the act, 45%. And right. so they're seeing an increase um, that these guys are going to be paying over 50%. So, I mean, if so you take... over half of your money. Yeah. Every $1 you make, you got to give over 50 cents back. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, that's millions of dollars for these people. And uh, it makes sense, you know, if you, know, if, if you need that, um, that kind of advantageous look on your, your tax spread, definitely head down to Florida. Definitely, and I'll, we'll, we'll help and put you in a nice place down here. And I promise you, we got as as nice places as New York or nicer, if yeah. anyone from New York is listening to this right now. Yeah, man. You're I talking- mean, definitely more spacious. <laughs> definitely more bang for your buck. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, man. It's just it's just the people down here. It's just it's, it's beautiful, man. It's the whole Miami culture. I mean, I think we actually have nicer views in New York sometimes, That's what too. I was about to say, but I was scared I was going to get trolled, honestly. I don't care. I, I, that's, what I, that's what I actually think. <laughs> so whenever I think of the views, I think of like um, this video I saw of DJ Khaled back in his like younger days when he was sponsored by uh, Four Loco. Uh, he was like overlooking a, a balcony. By the way, I'm not hating on Four Loco guys. If you, if you guys also want to plug us up, we'll, we'll get sponsored by Four Loco too. We'll get a little yeah. bit crazy before these uh, before these meetings. Yeah, definitely. We'll have it like here. <laughs> we'll film it. Yeah, no problem. Well, Four if Loco's you guys have any new flavors or anything, just let us know. Yeah, we'll know. try them out for you. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what real estate agents need is a couple of four locos. Yeah, everyone just calm down <laughs> just a little bit. Calm down or speed up, whatever. It, yeah, actually some people have used to speed up too. <laughs> exactly. You know, some people that missed out on big deals because they took too long to walk to their scanner and scan it over and send it to Yeah, them. man. You can't do that. You got to get up and scan it to me. We even got scanners on our phones now. Like, what is this? You still got to go to the office to scan it, man. I use cam scanner for free. Man. These, these agents, man, they're, they're crazy. They're missing out on opportunities. Right. So, so you would say, this is a straight question, so you would say Miami has nice reviews in New York? I would say it totally, 1,000%. The water here is it's unmatched. It literally looks like Kool-Aid. It makes you want to drink it. I'm not going to lie. All like, right. It, <laughs> sometimes, You're pretty nasty, for that, to be honest. <laughs> Yo, if you go out like three or four miles off the coast, the water is beautiful. I mean, it is the most beautiful blue that you can ever see. In all the United States, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's stuff that you can't even see. You know, um, you have to go to Bahamas, or you got to go to Sa- South America, or, um, you know, you got to go across the pond to Europe, or, or stuff like that, just to see how beautiful this water is, and um, just the weather, everything. Definitely. That, that water is, is tremendous. Um, Perfect. So right now... We're at we're at a time in our podcast where we want to we want to involve our viewers, uh, so we're gonna go live on our um, on our Instagram account um, and try and get some questions from these people. We already have a couple of questions lined up. Yeah, we do. 
So um, do you want to answer those first? Or do you want to answer those after the live? We'll we'll go. We'll answer some of these first, and then if people ask us after, uh, it's only like three or four questions, right? We, uh, yeah, I picked three questions. Perfect. Out of out of various ones, let me just pull them up really quick before yeah. we go live, and then we can answer those people. On there. All right, perfect. All right, so so I'll ask you first, and then we'll both answer. Okay. Um, do you wanna do you wanna answer these and go live? Do you wanna do that? Yeah, we can do that. Let's do that. Okay, I'll go live now. More content for the people, man. That's what they want. <laughs> <laughs> Give the people what they want, man. If okay. you will make it, they will come. <laughs> That's what they said in Wayne's World, man. Great movie. Let's see. Have you ever gone live? I've never gone live. I've never gone live. This is the first time right, we're going see. live. Let's see what goes on. Set here. that up. Set that up. Perfect. Awesome. Can people watch us right now? Or what's going on? We're telling your followers that you started a lot. Yes. This is the... F- oh, we okay. got one person. So what was our first question? Okay. I don't know. Make this... Make this straight favorite activity for All right. Let's, let's wait for a few more people to roll in here. Yeah. We'll wait for, uh, for the people to hop on. Me and Chris are doing a... For, our, for you guys that are in there in here right now, me and Chris are doing a podcast today. Yes, sir. And we've been talking about Miami. We're going we're gonna to release it later. But this, these, you guys right now are actually in our podcast right yes. now. It's actually being recorded. We're right seeing now. Inception. We're going through a podcast while on Instagram Live. It's so great. Everything yeah. is being recorded in our lives now. Everything. <laughs> so if you guys have any questions for us, ask us right now. Hey, Smiley, I see you in there. Come on, th- throw me a question. All right. There we go. We got more people filling up here. Perfect. Lizzie Rose waved at me. How we doing? Hey, do you have any questions about real estate? She's a client of mine. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I think All we right. should start answering this, this question okay. that we have. All right. So what do you think is the best place to invest in? What do you think is the best place to invest in real estate? Well, starting off, starting off, man, you know, there's always the debate of like small towns or like big towns, but I don't know. I kind of want to break it down for people in Miami. J- just me. I mean, you can go a different route, but okay. You know, you look at places that are being gentrified right now. So, um, you know, people talk about Wynwood or Edgewater or um, there's a lot of places on Miami Beach or, um, you know, Little Havana, Alapata, all these places um, that are seeing all this money start coming in for development, whether that be, you know, uh, commercial or residential. People are just coming in from all angles and, you um, I think it's important to find a place that will grow, right? Okay. You don't want to be uh, on the on the back end of that, you know. So always keep that in mind, and um, you know, it's also about financing. I think financing is a big big deal in your investment. You know, people will do any deal as long as the the uh, the financing makes sense. As long as the cap rate is good too, right? All about the cap rate, man. The actually, the guy that asked this question is actually in the live right now, Manny Martinez. That. We started before you got in here, but the Total question, inception, the I'm qu- telling you. The question was, what's the best place to invest in real estate? I hope he's watching. Right now. Man. He's watching right now. Perfect. So, what is it? Man, right now, I don't know. I think Wynwood is really cool. You so, know? you would start somewhere here in Miami? Yeah. Oh, we got, we got a question here also. If you got any place, like, Texas is really cool. Austin has a lot of headquarters they're, they're moving there. They're on the come there. up over there. Yeah, they are on the come up. But, um, Denver, uh, Colorado's crazy. Um, 
But I mean, in my opinion, if I were you just starting off investing in real estate, I would start somewhere in Miami or at least South Florida, somewhere that you could drive. That's like a tangible asset that you could drive and actually look at it, see it, actually renovate it if it needs to be renovated, meet with the tenants, see what's going on there. Yeah. All right. So Alex Gonzalez. I heard Julian was gonna hold on. Give me a second. I heard Julian was gonna appear on the next season of Million Dollar Listing Miami. <laughs> let's make it. Is let's, that true? Let's make that true. I don't know. I'm Bravo, hit us up. What's going on here? Bravo, hit us up. Um, oh god, oh, I, I think we the flipped camera. the camera. Okay. <laughs> god, we flipped this back, man. I think that is how it works. They reach out to you. Oh, Isn't that how it works? Uh, no, you, you go, and I think you oh, got to okay. pay a, a sum of money to oh, get yeah. featured on there. <laughs> yeah. So the answer to your question is, I'm not sure, man. Maybe. I'll talk to them. You know, they had a million dollar listing Miami for like, I think like two seasons. Yeah, I'm going to be on it. I'm going to start it again. <laughs> Yo, let's <laughs> do it. with me? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, okay. uh, let's do the whole team. The, just like the, uh, the Allman brothers will be the, uh, the Chavez brothers. We'll yeah, just man. go out there. Yeah. You're going to change your last name to Chavez too. <laughs> yes. yes. Chris Chavez. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Okay. So let's see. All right. Manny, what's the best place to invest in Miami or around Miami to invest in your opinion? That was from Manny Martinez. You go for it. I already answered the best place bit. to invest in Miami, in my opinion, right now is Kendall. Yep, I knew he was. I always say, say Kendall. <laughs> I tell him all the time, Kendall. He's always asking me, "Oh, what's the best place?" Hey, to invest? man, it's proven over there. I always tell my clients what I would do if I were to invest somewhere in real estate. What I do do is invest in Kendall because if you actually look at the prices of Kendall, when you get a mortgage and you calculate it all out, including PITI, which is principal, interest, taxes, insurance, everything, your mortgage is actually going to be much less than your rent. So even if you're coming out with a minimal amount of down payment, you're going to be making money every single month. So you don't have to wait for 30 years to start making money. You can start making five, 600 bucks a month every right. month until then. And on top of that, you're adding on depreciation and rent values go up. Yeah. Especially in a place like Kendall that already has that in there for you. And you know, hundred percent sure that place is going to be rented. If your exactly. place isn't rented in Kendall, it's because you're pricing it too high. It's, it's, it'll be renting strong every, uh, every year. And, um, you know, I think it's I think it's important to uh, diversify a little bit out there, but if you're looking for a little bit more risk, you know I think Winwood is really cool, but yeah, almost you, in Winwood you almost kind of need to. Um, you could get a higher something. return in Winwood, yeah. but it's more risky. More I risky, mean, higher exactly. risk, higher return. And you know it's going to be a little bit harder collecting rents, or you got to account for a little bit more VNC in your in your pro forma. Definitely but, might have um, some more vacancies. Yeah, I mean, if I were to pick. Um, an investment property in Kendall or Pickle, it would definitely be in Kendall. Yeah. It's better better cap rate over there. Already starting off with a better cap rate. I yeah. mean, not to say that... And the HOAs are way less, man. That's why. And you got to include that into your cap That's rate. That's the cap rate killer out here. <laughs> Silent killer, man. I saw a guy say buy around. Okay. So you can go ahead and answer that. Hey, Manny, how you doing, man? Perfect. Buy a rent, man. Don't pay someone else's mortgage, man. Look, like Manny bought a house. Wow. Manny, you, Manny. zero, because there's two Mannys in here. So Manny 080985, I think it says, he bought a house for me. He stopped renting. He, now he owns a house and he's, his house is, has already appreciated. I was selling another house in his neighborhood. And since he bought it last year, a similar house is selling for $60,000 more than his house, than when he bought his Jeez, house. Jeez, good for Down you, Manny. Down Bay. Hey, that's what you do when you do deals with Julian, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, stuff will just work out for the better, honestly. And so, um, 
Nah, yeah, man. It's it's coming to a time where uh, you know financing is historically low. Still is, um, and people will give you um, surprisingly good deals on on income properties, or if you plan to live on it, um, it's a little bit different. But you know, if you wanna if you wanna find a place that's a little bit bigger, so you can uh, you know have your boys live there and and kind of collect that for the uh, the mortgage payment, then. There you go. You're putting money in your pocket and you're paying the piper, you know? So you're not paying someone else's someone else's mortgage. You got your name behind a title. And, Thanks, man. Um, I appreciate that. Beautiful. I'm glad we answered that, man. Okay. I mean, just for all the viewers, just to let everyone know what we're doing right now is me and Chris are starting a podcast called Real Talk. Real Talk, baby. It's actually being recorded right now. While we're real estate talk, real talk. So we're on Instagram Live while at the same time recording our podcast we just we're here to answer anyone's questions that they have about real estate about investing about our company about what we started and we're trying to go forward from there exactly it's Thanks. exciting man okay so we got a testimony right here best realtor in miami right there thanks man wow okay maybe we're in tears where are my clients at come up. on i need to hop on my live maybe they'll say? say something to me jen Clid, fiu or is that fiu in there kendall Moneybag. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I mean, I liked Kendall when I lived out there. I just couldn't do the traffic, man. <laughs> oh, Kendall's good. Okay, so we got some more people Perfect. joining back up. Okay. Do you know what other kind of questions we had? Yeah. So this is from another realtor. Um, what is your favorite pro- prospecting activity to get new clients? What do you do for that? Man, prospecting, definitely going to... Um, Definitely going to nice places around Miami and just kind of talking to people, um, meeting uh, meeting people, going up to like the bar and stuff, and just kind of trying to talk to people or or going out or you know um, other activities. You know, I also met people through uh, community service so events you, and stuff. Do you still get out business cards? Absolutely not. Not on me, man. Come on. He doesn't have his business cards. I don't have them on me. All right, they're upstairs. But uh, show everyone. I got I got some nice business cards here. Metal business card. Yes. I don't know. You guys can see that. Oh, no, it's backwards. There you <laughs> Get go. you out of it's trouble real quick. Metal right here. I mean, you can, it's multi-purpose. You can multi-purpose. use it as a knife or something. You can open letters with it. Yeah, um, all kinds of things. And then also call me if you need a property. Yeah, well, that too, of course. Um, yeah, it's a nice It's a nice Chris card. Chris has cards too, but <laughs> he knows that if I'm going to buy a house, I'm going to use myself, not him. Man, yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay. We had another question here that came down. Okay, that's Manny Martinez. Multifamily or single family as an investment? Man. You want to answer this one or you want to go? I like, I like um, you know, I'm starting to, starting to look in a lot more into the multifamily because, you know, if you look at the, the actual spread, right, so you have more doors, right? So uh, your VNC, your vacancy and collection is a little bit less because instead of having a single family home, and that, that being either 100% or 0% rented, and let's say you got a triplex, right, and you got um, you know two of them are rented, which is 66%, and you're still working on one, or if another one backs out, you know, you're back at 66, or, or if two back out, you're at 33%, but you're never gonna be at that zero. Um, zero is better than, I'm um, sorry, 30, 33% is better than zero, that's for sure. So. Um, I think it's good to kind of diversify with the doors, get as many doors as you can yeah, in this market. Said. And uh, even duplexes are cool too. Um, 
Yeah. You know, as long as you're just staying on top of it and making sure that um, that place is rented, yeah. I think you'll. I'm, I'm going to answer your question also, Manny. I mean, I think everything's good. It's it's just not as simple to say that multifamily is better for sure than single family. Cause right. You get you can get a really good deal on a single family home, or on an apartment even. Like if you buy an apartment for a hundred thousand, it's worth two hundred. You can make a hundred thousand dollars easily, and that was just an apartment. Right. Some you can't do multifamily. Like multifamilies, the reason that that you might not be able to get that much of a good return, which I tell people, is that multifamilies are rented. So they're always making money, so the owner's not just going to give it away. Right. When, you, when you're buying a single-family home, there's a higher chance that it's distressed. Exactly. That there's some type of problem and you get it at a better price. Like they're yeah. about to lose their bankruptcy. But for the most part, yeah, it all depends on the deal. It all depends on the deal and also it also depends on the, the purpose of how you want to, you know, if you're... If you're making a portfolio, what do you want to diversify in? You know, do you want to buy a bunch of single-family homes and, and create this, um, you know, this big return, or you want to diversify in a little bit more doors and um, you know provide you a little bit more yeah. stability with whatever comes at you in the market? Yeah, I think I mean just get whatever the best deal possible is at that given time. For sure. I mean, and you can't always wait for the perfect time. Like, I don't really like Grant Cardone that much, but he said one time that. Like, don't be afraid to overpay for a property because people always like to say, oh, just buy it when the economy crashes. It's not that simple because you don't know when the economy is going to come back up. Right. So you don't know, like in 2008, you didn't know the economy was going to come back up in 2014. Right. So. It's all about the buy, man. It's really easy to say in hindsight when was the best time to buy. It's not really easy to say when is the best time to buy when you're present current time. Exactly. Like my friend Matthew's in here. How you doing, man? He's what a up, chef. Matt? He's a chef and he does fitness at the same time. Wow. How you doing? Let me wave at him. Can I wave at him? Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right, let's see. This is the first time we're going live. First time we're going live. We got, we got a lot of people coming through here asking us questions. And just to explain to everyone that has joined right now, uh, we're actually doing a podcast called Real Talk with me and Chris. Yes. It's being recorded right now while we're speaking to everybody. We're going to post it after. We have other topics that, that you guys didn't hear on Instagram Live that you really want to check out. Stay informed with the Miami market and also the, the American market the nationally. Market. And so um, it's exciting, man. Everything's getting, uh, everything's getting done. Okay. Oh, Tiffany's in here. Let's see what this question says. A similarity and difference between co-op and a real estate investment trust. Co-op. Well, a co-op is a completely different thing than a real estate investment trust. Yeah, that's a, that's a property type. Yeah, it's a property type, kind of like a condo. It's almost like a vacation home type of thing. Right. But, I mean, when you buy a co-op, you're buying shares yeah. inside of a bigger unit, but you get to use that unit. When you invest money into a real estate trust, you're just investing money and getting return. Well, it, real estate trusts are also intended uh, to be like shares, right? Yeah. So you have to have a minimum of 100 people. Um, I believe um, you have to have um, at least 90% in real estate. And, um, you know, it, it's, I think it's minimum of a hundred people and then it's uh, different regulations cause it's, it's regulated by the SEC. Right. But I mean, it's a little bit different cause in a co-op you actually can go in and use the property. It's not, it, it is an investment, but on, on a different scale with a, with a REIT, which is a real estate investment trust. Like you're putting in money and then you're expecting dividends from. From everything. I mean, it could be 8 to 12%. And REITs are good. I have money invested in some that pays me dividends every single month called Fundrise. If Fundrise watches this, you could also hook me up with some type of promotion. I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. We're looking for sponsors. But um, 
this is it for our first our first recording of our podcast. I'm gonna have to close it out because it maxes at 60 minutes. Yeah. We're thinking about getting more equipment, so you know uh, we might we might commercialize this a little bit and, and bring it to scale. We just wanted to try it out on our phones really quick. So uh, we appreciate you guys listening in, and definitely uh, we'll it. we'll definitely try it again next week. And uh, I mean, and let us know if you guys like it, so we come back for more, give you guys more action. Exactly. Let us know what you guys want to hear from us. Real talk with Chris and Julie.